You see it every day, so it might as well be beautiful. Hello and welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 442, How to Update an Outdated Bathroom. And you know, we are always looking for an easy update. What we're really focusing on today is low cost, low effort, but high impact. So we're not going to talk about retiling your whole bathroom or ripping things out or even changing any of the major fixtures. These are really going to be simple things that you could probably implement you know, this weekend or this afternoon if you really got industrious. Well, that's true. And there's so much you can do to a bathroom. You know, when I was growing up, uh, it seemed like everyone's bathroom had the ocean vibe to it. Did you? Did, <laughs> I've definitely did... experienced that. Do you know what uh, I I'm didn't live about? it, but I've experienced it. <laughs> so my mom has always hated the beach. She hates the beach. Okay. <laughs> we our bathroom was the beach, the That's sand, so the shells, uh, you know, the sea foam green prints on the wall. I mean, you what would think is you, that. About? Well, I don't know. I was going to tell you. I want to link. I'm going to link to this SNL skit. Uh, it's called The First Shower, but it's basically about how moms do decorating because it's about becoming a mom and getting the mom haircut. <laughs> so we'll link to it. You'll get it. You've probably seen it. But in the episode, they talk about mom decorating. And they said that when they went in the bathroom, once they had the haircut, the mom haircut, they knew that the bathroom was an ocean. So they needed lighthouses, <laughs> seashells, and soap. Lighthouses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And soap in the shape of a flip-flop. Oh, that's so funny. So very coastal. It's the water, I guess. I don't well, know. So there's nothing wrong with having a coastal bathroom. But if you're not on the coast, if you're not crazy about the beach, then... Clearly, if you hate the beach, you should you never do that. You don't have to do the beach in the bath. There's water. Oh, please. But it's not I'm going to beg everyone, please don't do the beach <laughs> in the bathroom. At least not a soap in the shape of a flip-flop. You, you know, even if you do live on the beach, don't do it. Okay, so I'm going to watch that. I don't know that I've seen that one, but I'm sure oh, it's very funny. It's very good. It's very good. You'll enjoy it. We do want to say a big thank you to everyone who has been supporting the show through our various fun opportunities. Uh, we really appreciate the support. It makes us feel really great. And um, if anybody hasn't had an opportunity to support the show in that way, we will have a link in the show notes. Okay, you ready so to dive in? I am. I am. Okay. Ready to go in the ocean? Let's get started. <laughs> well, one of my thoughts on the bathroom is it historically has been a very utilitarian space, and it's been one in the past that has been passed over as far as decor. So I like to go the opposite way and make my bathroom a little more formal because to me, that's a little more unexpected. And it, really, it's a bathroom. So you want to do everything you can to make it kind of pretty. And I try to, like a kitchen, I try to make a kitchen more like any other room in the house. I try to do the same thing with the bathroom. Obviously, you've got all these surfaces. They're very hard. You've got the, you know, usually a tile floor, a tile, you know, backsplash around the wall, uh, hard countertops. So it's nice to add in some soft furnishings. So one of the things I like to do is to put in a chair. If your bathroom is big enough, I think that's a lovely thing to do. If your bathroom is not big enough, you can always put in a little stool in there. Uh, so one bathroom of mine has a chair and the other one has a stool. But the other thing, let's say you have small kids, you don't want to have a fabric stool in there that you're going to have to worry about. You know, why not put a garden seat in there that the kids can use? Great ideas. I approach the kitchen and the bathrooms the same way. We've discussed that before um, in different episodes. We should also link to the How to Update an Outdated Kitchen episode uh, here in the show notes. So if mm -hmm. anybody hasn't listened to that one, you might want to tune in there. I think that's a wonderful way to approach the bathroom. Make it like any other room in a sense. Yes, obviously, you want some expected things in the bathroom. But as Anita says, add some unexpected things, add some art, um, add some textiles if you can, whether it's some upholstered chair or adding a window treatment if you have a window in the bathroom or a, a really 
luxurious feeling and looking shower curtain if you're doing a cloth shower curtain. These types of things can really update the room and give it a sense of luxury as well as freshening it up. The shower curtain, I think that can really do a, a lot to change the look of the room because in a small bathroom, that is a massive a part of the visual space. Yeah, it's almost like a wall if you have a small bathroom. Right, it's almost like adding wallpaper. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a great way to update your space. And then I also wanted to key in what, you're, what you said about the, the wall art because this is another area where you can really shine. And I think this is a great place to choose beautiful artwork. And really, I think if it can handle a large piece, use a large piece of art in there uh, because, again, if a guest goes in there, their expectations are low. So, wow, if you had a large piece of beautiful artwork. I think they would just be really blown over. Yeah. I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> I just, low expectations. It's just kind of, you know what you're getting into. There might be a lighthouse, maybe not. So another thing that is really easy to do, color coordinated accessories. So towels, storage uh, pieces, small accessories, if you just changed those out, picked maybe a pop color, maybe your bathroom's predominantly white. A lot of them are. Pick a fun pop color or get one of those great Egyptian towels with the fringes and then rift off whatever color stripe you've got going on in there and then add a few other pieces throughout the room. That can totally change the look and the feel of the room. If you've got kind of old towels and you know something silver and something's blue and blah, 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 changing that all up, Very low cost at very low effort. I think you're so right, Kelly. Just switching out all your towels and just starting over. I mean, I had this odd towel, that odd towel. I had inherited some from my mother-in-law. We had, you know, that's the sort of thing. You end up having some towel that just really is past its prime, but you don't want to throw it out. And I'm not saying throw it out, but go put it in the garage for washing your car or whatever. Right, or take uh, and, it to the Humane Society in your local Oh, actually, I, I did a massive amount of towels and blankets to this. They loved them. They're for so the, appreciative of that. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, but I did not go by, I did not replace every single towel I had because guess what? You don't need 20 towels in each bathroom unless you've got a really large family. So I just kind of went with one towel, you know, I just kind of did four towels in each bathroom because I'm doing laundry all the time anyway. It's so true. And in some, like you're saying, you have those old towels. They're just not that great. They don't even feel great. They don't look great. And they're just taking up a lot of space in your closet. And if you want that spa look, get white. Just get white. You don't have to be fancy. Uh, now, if you do want the Turkish towels, they're not so absorbent, but they are beautiful. So it's not They a look bad damn idea. good on a hook. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I would put those, those are your show towels. I would put those on the ta- on the hooks. And try to be clear to the people you live with that they're show towels. <laughs> if you want to have show towels, you mm-hmm. just have them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Life's short. If you want some show towels, enjoy them. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, oh, I think this is a good as time as any to tell you the exciting mm-hmm. news here. What? I'm getting a Ballard Designs near my house. Wow, they're opening a brick and mortar? Yes, in Houston. Did they not house. get the memo that what? people are not shopping like that anymore? Well, I th- well, you know, these things I think are set in motion. Mm. It's probably was set in motion quite a while back, but I it's but people are shopping in person. I I'm mean, excited for you. Yes, I am extremely excited. I can It'd be fun to see all that stuff. It's right between, you know, it's right between my home goods and Trader Joe's. So that's like become my little yeah and Barnes and Noble that's all kind of just right there oh that's fun I'm just going to the grocery store see ya (laughs) and if I stop at Ballard Signs on the way well and we lost our Pier 1 so you know there's a couple stores we've lost so anyway so in honor of that store opening up I have a few things I found at Ballard Designs I thought would be really cool oh you have some particular items I do and I will link to them in the show notes so I found a set of bathroom accessories they had some blue and white you know, chinoiserie things that were beautiful, you know, the the trash container Mm -hmm. and the soap dish, the soap, liquid soap dispenser. They had a set of those. And then remember when we had our store, we had the embroidered tissue box holders that you and I fell in love with. Gorgeous. 
they have them at at Ballard Designs, but they're not the same exact style, but they do have some. How about the monogrammed paper guest towels? They have those too. That's really taking it up a notch. Yeah, I think that's a nice touch. And, you know, these days, if... You know how your daughters don't like to touch the towel if it's half, if there's just has one drop of water on it? Well, this way you get your own fresh, clean. Yes. Yeah. My, yeah, my one daughter does not like to do that. Like, it's I, you know, towel. I it's our house. No, she'll go take a paper towel. She's so funny. I don't blame her. I don't like wiping my hands with the towel wet already. <laughs> Even in your own house? No, not well, really. It's yeah. kind of a little, I just don't like it though. Okay. All right. It's not that I'm afraid I'm going to get germs. It's just, I don't know. It's just not a, well, I want to dry one. Right. And my daughter is well-trained not to use the show towel. So, you know, she's between a rock and a hard place. She goes for the paper towel. So, uh, is she walking through her, the house with her hands up like she's a surgeon? Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Another pretty thing to add is a tray. If you have some horizontal surface that you can put it on. Add a tray, maybe a mirror tray even, sort of bouncing the light around a little bit. Just put some pretty decanters, maybe small bottles, maybe a bud vase where you can put in a little flower or a little clipping from the garden. Really just a nice, elegant thing to add to the bathroom if you've got some room. Um, Another easy thing to do is change the knobs and or pulls on your vanity. And I'm sure we're going to talk about the vanities too, Mm -hmm. but that is really, again, like the baseline, easy thing to do. Leave it as it is, except change the knobs. Great idea. You know, the other thing you can do to your vanity is paint it. That's so much easier than replacing the vanity. And that, you know, you could use that, that navy color of paint that you and I love. Oh, the hail navy? Yes. I mean, that Mm. would really change your room. Okay. What about this? A large rug, like a nice rug, not just a, you know, a bathroomy rug. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the bath mat mm-hmm. in general, especially in a bathroom that people other than people that you're related to that live mm-hmm. in your house with you are going to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather have a, a, either no rug or a rug. And you know what might be a great option are these ruggable rugs because they're washable. Oh, right. Well, I've got, I mean, it's our you know, our private bathroom. So we don't have guests up here, but it's a, it's a wool rug. So it does actually resist stains and it kind of repels water because it's got that na- the natural oils in it. Oh, right. Yeah. Rather than a bath mat. Right. And then if it's a powder room where your guests are mainly using it, it's not really used as a, a, sh- a place for people to take baths and showers. I think it's very appropriate to have a a tip, a traditional rug in there that's not a bath mat because people are just going to be walking in there with their shoes on. And so you don't want a cotton, you know, those bath mats are cotton and when people walk on them, they get so dirty. So you really don't want that in a room where people are walking in with their shoes. Oh yeah. And if you can get them to take their shoes off at the door, better oh, yet. Th- that's a whole nother podcast. That's episode, a whole nother isn't podcast. It? Yes. Ay, ay, ay. Anita mentioned the garden stool earlier. So I've done something in my old house. And again, here, I put a garden stool in the shower. If you have, I love that idea. Um, it's, I did have a a niche niche for the shampoos and whatnot in both showers, but it's just a nice place. I mean, we don't have to get into all the details, but you know, you might be want to put your leg up there. You're shaving your leg, or maybe you have a bigger bottle of body wash or something like that, that kind of doesn't fit in the niche. Or it just looks pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely go for one that has holes in it and holes on the bottom so the water drains through. Right now in this bathroom, in our master bathroom, I'm actually using this little metal side table. It's more like a pedestal, not a rounded garden stool. And it's all sort of, I guess you would call it filigree because it's all open work. Mm-hmm. You and know, it's, it's metal, kind of- it's not ceramic? No, it's metal. Yeah. Oh, but it doesn't rust. It doesn't. I don't know what it's coated with, but I figured, Hmm. oh, we'll see how it goes. But it's been fine. It's been in there for a couple of years. But I love that. And it just sort of adds a little something, particularly if you just have a, you know, a very plain shower enclosure, if you use white subway or something like that. If you're putting the garden stool in there, that's a way to bring your pop color around. Like, you know, here we go. Let's, let's envision something. You have a predominantly white bathroom. You paint the vanity the hail navy you get a navy garden stool you get some 
uh, navy striped Egyptian towels. You hang them on a cool new hook. Maybe you put shiny brass knobs on the vanity. You put a tray with some of these accessories that Anita was talking about. Bam, that's an amazing bathroom. Oh, yeah. And so while you're talking about hanging the, a hook, that's another idea. You don't have to buy the traditional towel bars for your towels. In fact, you can get a couple more towels in there if you go with hooks. And I'm talking about something called a robe hook. And the robe hooks I have are these really cute Scotty Dog brass robe hooks I got from Anthropology years ago. Uh, they don't have them anymore. But the point is, there's some gorgeous, gorgeous robe hooks uh, that are kind of a hefty size that are perfect for towels that you could get. Get something fun and beautiful uh, to put on the wall. And then you've got the, the uh, you know, the interest of the cute a robe hook and then you've got a place to hang maybe three or four towels on the wall yeah i think that's a great idea uh, you were saying about your bathroom when you were growing up my mom's bathrooms were not coastal inspired um also does not like the beach so maybe she just was not going to go there um we had the towel rod, the traditional large towel rod, you know, where you would take the towel and then you would fold the two large towels over. So we had the two large towels folded over. Then I guess the uh, hand towels over those. Mm -hmm. And then oh, yes. yet again, on top of that, I think there were maybe two, maybe a washcloth done like in mm -hmm. a rakish triangle design or something like right, that. Right. And those were clearly show towels. Oh, <laughs> But the arranging yeah, they of They sound show towelish. Yes, yeah. clearly show towelish. But there were no other options. So, if, so here's the thing. If you're going to go show towel, then either you just instruct everyone, you know, and only show towel, like my mom did, then you, people are walking around just like shaking their hands because they can't try them anywhere. If you yeah, are you a show towel something, you have to provide some well, way for people is, to This is what hands. I'm saying. Okay. So if you're a show towel gal... Do yourself and your family slash guests a favor. Have some towels that are very obviously displayed. Right. That can be used or go the extra step and having these individually monogrammed uh, <laughs> disposable towels that mm -hmm, Anita's mm -hmm. talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's definitely the way to go. Now, another thing that you can do, and this sounds like it's a big hassle and a big deal to do, but it's not. You're changing the lighting or the fixtures. Uh, you're going to have to get a, a plumber or an electrician to do that. But changing out the mirror, a lot of times they're just hung on a hook. So yes. you can just take it off and put it on. Now, if you have those large frameless mirrors in your house and, you know, everyone had it uh, along with the seashells in the sand. At some point, everyone had those large mirrors with no frame. And those uh, those could be removed, too. Uh, so those actually are much easier. They're, they usually weren't plastered on. There was just a few screws here and there, maybe with the, the plastic star. Oh, you know what I'm right. About? Right. That, yeah. was, that goes back a little bit on those. And then, then it became yeah. sort of like the builder grade thing. They just put this giant mirror mm -hmm. you know, across the two sink vanity or what have you. And you just had this giant thing with no frame on it. And it just really doesn't have that much personality. No, and there's so like many they, beautiful mirrors that you can I use. I mean, it was basically like they're saying, you know, I'm giving up on life. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, here's your mirror. I, exactly. So move those on out of the house and Yeah, them. you don't want a whatever mirror because you can get a cool round mirror exactly. for less than 100 bucks. You can get a vintage mirror. You can get two mirrors. Okay. You can do it so many different ways. Okay, but you mentioned the round. Okay, so because I had a round mirror in my bathroom, but I would caution you against a round mirror because if unless everyone in your house is the same height, someone's face is not going to show up in the mirror. Oh, that would be me. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, no, the way I had mine set up, your head, well, no, I guess you're a little shorter than I am, but Kevin was like, it was like his neck. <laughs> it was not going to show up. I couldn't make both of us show up, and, well, you know how that goes. So. <laughs> He always looks good. He didn't need the mirror. You know, that's what I told him. So. Yeah. Come on, honey. Go. You look great. Yeah. Um, okay. If you do have the big mirror and you're like, oh, man, I don't see those little stars with the screws. Maybe this is going to tear the sheetrock off the wall. I'm just not up for it. You could leave it in place, but get some molding with a, a sort of a, a, you know, like a rivet on the back of it. 
So it will go around it like a frame. And then either great idea. If you're handy, if your version of Kevin is handy, if you have a handyman, whoever, somebody could pretty easily do that. One tip that you want to to make sure that you do before you get that installed is so you pick out this molding and you or whomever is going to install it, paint the back of it the same color that you're going to paint the front mm-hmm. because the the part that will overlap the mirror will reflect. Absolutely. And you, you kind of see in that right. little wedge there. You can't help it. Um, so make sure you do that. Excellent idea. Another thing, even so in my powder room, there is a uh, one of those pedestal tubs in there. Uh, but we don't really, you know, there's not a, a bedroom down there. So nobody showers down there. So it's really just kind of for show right now. But I just wanted to dress it up a little bit. So I put one of those bathtub caddies on it. But now if it's a t- room that you're using, I mean, you could actually use one of these. But it just I just thought it looked nice to put some old books and maybe some, you know, soap and stuff on there. But uh, actually, I'm going to get one for my bathtub upstairs where I, where I actually use it. Because that's, you know, they're the trays that stretch across the tub. I'll tell you, when I was at your house, I was tempted to jump right in. Well, you should have. It looked so inviting. It's beautiful. And it didn't look overdone like like you were staging it for a magazine or you know something like that. It just looked really beautiful. It just a it's a stunning powder room. It's a perfect example oh, of how a powder room can be done in a wonderful style. No yeah, so, lighthouse. No, there was no <laughs> no trace of a shell. Oh no, but it, it's but you what we were saying though again. If you have room, it's nice to put a little something, a little piece of furniture in your room. Now, my powder room is actually very small, but I ended up putting, and I don't know if this was in there when you were there, but a very, very small Florentine table uh, from Italy. It's a, it's a Florentine table, so it's the gold and white, and it's very distressed. And that's where I have a little stand that has my towels on, hanging on it. It's etched in my memory. Yes, it was Oh, was it there? Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so even if it's a small space, sometimes you can do that because my, uh, because of my uh, vanity, there really was not a good place to put towels there. So it's nice if you have room to do something like that. So, you know, it's nice to put in a little table or a little chair or a little stool, or even it would be nice if you had room for a basket to put your towels in. Yeah, that's a great idea. And you could put that maybe under your vanity... Uh, sitting out or even what about a shelf on the wall where you have towels stacked that's another thing that you can do yeah and sometimes right behind the toilet is a good place to do that because you've got the depth without somebody whacking their head into it so um that's a good spot for that um let's go back to being bold with paint we talked about painting the vanity well of course you can paint the walls that's a great way to change a room um, it's instantly. Um, I've done this. I've been pretty bold in some bathrooms that I have owned in the past. One time mm-hmm. I painted one really forest green. It was pretty fab. Or wallpaper. It's such a fun place. Like, if you, you know, if you're kind of like, oh, I'd like to use a little wallpaper, but I'm a little afraid. And, uh, you know, I Anita and Kelly don't like accent walls anymore. So I don't want to do that. Um, your bathroom is a perfect spot, particularly if it's a powder room. If it's a bathroom that's going to be used all the time and there's going to be steam and all of that, you want to really want to make sure that you're choosing the right kind of wallpaper. It can be done, but you really definitely want to pick the right kind of wallpaper. But in a powder room, the world is yours as far as what wallpaper you might want to choose. Yeah, I will caution you, though. It can be a marriage ending effort. So just oh, be careful. Yeah. yeah you mean doing it yourself? Yes. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. That was one yeah. of our do it yourself yeah. projects early on in our marriage. Yeah. And I said, we will stay married, but we will never ever do this again. That's so funny. I was once in a bathroom with Peter uh, and we owned our house in Southampton and we were, did so much there by ourselves. And it was like the last room we were painting and we sort of banged into each other. And instead of it being this cute, like, ha ha ha, you know, we didn't have kids or anything moment, you know, he was like, turned around. He was like, I just want to let you know, I will never do this again. (laughs) (laughs) That's my handyman. Thank you. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. We touched on it. 
you said the word, but we then uh, we went on to the mirrors. Lighting. Mm. Where is lighting more important? My goodness, the bathroom. So if you don't have good lighting, if you don't have more than one source of lighting, rethink your lighting plan for your bathroom. Sure, if it's a powder room, maybe you can just get away with some sconces on either side and it's just sort of this low light, put it on dimmers. Nobody needs to be doing a lot of checking their makeup and whatnot in that type of bathroom. But if it's your main bathroom, if you can get three sources of light in there, more power to you. It's going to really make a difference when you're getting ready and just giving you the opportunity to make the room more inviting. If you've got to be flipping on overhead lights in the evening, you know, and it looks like you could start doing surgery in there, that's not that appealing. So if you can get a little lamp, I have a little lamp in my master bedroom, excuse me, in my master bathroom. It is not a large bathroom, but I just have this small little table that's kind of, um, oversized in height uh, it's, it's you know you would, couldn't really even use it as a side table it's almost like a pedestal it's almost like a plant stand type of table and i have a very small lamp on there and that's what i'll put on in the evening uh but when i'm getting ready to go out uh, for the day you know i really want to see what's going on so i have the overhead light and then i'll i put the lamp on but i agree with you on the lamp thing if you have room for lamps in your bathroom i think it's so nice to put those in because we have overhead lighting and we have sconces but it's bright light so we have i have low wattage bulbs in our lamps there's two lamps on the counter and if it's evening and we're getting ready for bed it's really nice to not have all that bright light shining us you know, shining in our face, or if we're just getting up in the morning, we're not quite awake. It's nice to have something that's just a very low level, soft lighting where it's kind of just warm and inviting, but not like you said, like you're getting ready to have surgery. Mm -hmm. And another thing I was thinking about, because I do love to use my tub. I started using it maybe a year ago and I just thought, why did I wait all this time? This is the most heavenly experience why wasn't I doing this before? So I think a nice thing to do is kind of to set up your tub area for maybe a, a soak in the bath. So maybe have some of those bath pillow, a bath pillow to use. And then I have a big glass jar where I keep Epsom salt or, you know, my, my um, bath salts in there. And then I actually use as a scoop, a, uh, a teacup to scoop out those Epsom salt. But you have to be careful. You don't want to break it in the, in your tub, but but it looks nice. Anyway, stuff like that. Just kind of, you know, maybe uh, some some uh, hand towels there, a bar of soap, you know, a pretty bar of soap. It's just nice to have it just very inviting looking so that you'll remember to, to relax and, and take a, a bath here and there and not just be rushing and, and just showering. And don't be afraid to mix your metals in the bathroom. There's metal in the bathroom, right? When you think about it, the faucets, certainly if there's a shower, um, maybe some knobs, we're talking maybe some hooks, things like that. It's okay to mix them up. We love mixed metals in other rooms. So there's really no reason why you have to have only one metal finish. I would not introduce three metal finishes in a small bathroom or even a mid-sized bathroom, but I think you could definitely get away with two finishes. So if the, um, Say your faucets are chrome, and but you really like the look of some oil rub bronze or something like that. Well, you might not want to change your faucets out, but you could definitely do the, a different category of metal things in a different finish. So the hooks and maybe the knobs uh, could be in the oil rub bronze, something like that. Um, think about what metals might work well together. Uh, a real patinaed one might not look really great with a super shiny chrome. So think about what will look to get good together, but there really is no rule that everything metal in the bathroom has to be the same finish. I think that's absolutely correct. Just like any part of your house, it does not need to be the same. And sometimes that makes it even more interesting when it doesn't match. Uh, another thing that I think would be really nice, especially if you don't have space on your countertop to put a makeup mirror why not use one of those retractable retractable makeup mirrors on the wall? I think those are so charming looking. And I love those too. And whenever yeah. I go to a hotel, I'm always using them like, oh, this is the funnest thing. You know, great. I'm going to put my makeup on. And you're like, oh, wow. I didn't realize, you know, my eyebrows look so bad or whatever. <laughs> and then I think, why don't I just get one of those for home? 
Yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah, and you do have to be careful, though, because everything's a little different uh, magnification and... Uh, you know, like I have this one little makeup mirror and all I can get, all I can see is one eye. In the whole, it's, just, it's basically not usable. That's so funny. Um, okay. So a couple of more practical, if you will, things. Um, you can recoat your tub and sink. I have done this a couple of times uh, with a vintage sink and here with this vintage tub. And I did it in our prior home. We actually did the entire shower. They refinished uh, the 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 tile that was in the shower, including the grout. And it was a great cost-saving solution. Um, so you can Google around your local area. There are various companies that do this type of thing, but I would call it maybe um, a porcelain refinishing or tub refinishing. And I'm pretty sure you're going to have somebody close enough by to you that will come out and give you an estimate. And it doesn't take that long. I wouldn't want to be doing that job, but my understanding in doing the research that after it's done, it doesn't off gas anything, but there's clearly chemicals involved. So think about that uh, as far as, you know, introducing that into your home. You can change out the toilet seat. Are you telling us to get one of those furry ones? <laughs> no, I think at one point my mother did have a squishy yellow <laughs> pleather one. I, I don't know. That's so not her, but I, I just had that flashback. No, but there's... Just different quality, I guess, you know, like the heft of it. I don't want to say like, I, you know, a toilet seat's a toilet seat. The problem is you and I don't really even like saying the word toilet. That's the real problem here. They are toilet seats that have nice metal hinges that just look like chunky metal. They're just nicer looking. Um, and I guess they're wood instead of the plastic and coated and what have you. So, you know, for what it's worth. It's something to consider. I think it makes a difference in in the look for sure. And one other thing is if you have, particularly if you have a small bathroom or maybe even a powder room that you're dealing with, so you don't have a lot of surface area to put some of these decor pieces that we've been talking about, you could put a shelf over the door. I wouldn't make it particularly wide um, and I wouldn't put, you know, too many big things up there, but you could put a little collection of some, but it can just add a little charm if you don't have room to add things like that elsewhere. Yeah, that sounds good. We are really excited to be partnering with Turbo Mops because we love small companies that are doing big things, especially when the big things help save the earth and save you time and money. Turbo Mops is just that kind of a small company. Turbo Mops is run by only seven people, and it was started by a family. And Turbo Mops has created a sustainable solution to cleaning your floors. The effective and washable and reusable Turbo Mop pads are compatible with the Swiffer Sweeper and Wet Jet. The pads are made of this really unique looping fabric. And I'm telling you guys, it truly is a magnet for dust, dirt, and air. And I have three dogs, so you know that that is really useful for me. And then after you use the pads, you could just toss them in the washing machine and they're ready to make your floors immaculate again. So stop adding to the landfills with disposable mop pads and switch over to Turbo Mops today. I'm going to have a link to Turbo Mops in the show notes. You can get them on Amazon and also at turbomops.com. You can check out the thousands of five-star reviews they certainly don't lie, and I would never tell you about a product that I didn't try and love myself. I have definitely made Turbo Mops part of my cleaning arsenal, and you should too. Acorn TV is back with us as a sponsor of Decorating Tips and Tricks. I am loving Acorn TV, and I hope a lot of you have taken advantage of the great offer that we have from Acorn TV. Acorn TV is a commercial-free streaming service that is rooted in British television. Yay! It's home to very sophisticated and artful storytelling with top-rated mysteries, addicting dramas, heartfelt comedies, and so much more. And unlike other British streaming services, Acorn TV has content from Ireland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Wales, Norway, and beyond. I always find something new to watch on Acorn TV because it is loaded with thousands of hours of binge-worthy content. I've told you before about um, Keeping Faith and Monty Don. I have just discovered a few other Acorn shows that I absolutely love, and I think you guys are going to love as well. 
Okay, so I've started watching this one from Norway, and it is such a good drama, mystery, sort of crime show. It's called Wisting, W-I-S-T-I-N-G. It's really good, and it's it's just like getting to the like turning point. I'm so excited. So I'm not going to tell you too much about it other than you should be watching it. And this other show that I'm loving on Acorn is At Home with the Georgians. Everyone that listens to this, I think, is going to absolutely love this show. So uh, At Home with the Georgians uses the intimate diaries and letters of Georgian men and women. And the historian Amanda Vickery explores how the great British obsession with beautifying their homes began over 300 years ago. Loving it. So escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your seat. Try Acorn TV for free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use the promotion code DTT. That's acorn, A-C-O-R-N dot TV with the code DTT to get your first 30 days free. And after that, if you want to keep it, it's only $5.99 a month. What a deal. So remember, it's acorn.tv, not .com. And use the code DTT. Diane James is with us and also bringing you a wonderful offer of 15% off your purchase at Diane James Home using the code of DTT. The everlasting beauty and just pick from the garden style that Diane James delivers in their florals, plants, and gifts are really going to be an asset to your decor. And you really should check out the new Erin collection. Absolutely gorgeous. So head to dianejameshome.com and use the code DTT for 15% off your purchase. Okay, Miss Nita Jean, what is our hot topic today? Children's Furniture is cooler than ever. Why? Is the title of our article that we're sharing today. And as always, the link to this article will be in our show notes for today. And, you know, I was just thinking about how um, actually a friend of mine, we really thought about starting a furniture line, children's furniture line, after our kids were born because we realized then, and this was a while ago, that there was not any nice children's furniture. I didn't know that about you. It was so hard when I was finding things for my girls and I had to pay a lot of money to get yes. a good looking nursery going. And still it wasn't uh, then a room that really grew with them. It was like, that's the nursery. I didn't do a lot of the very obvious uh, children's baby things, mm-hmm. but still, you know, there was not a lot to pick up. Also, like, clothes were so bad for pregnant women. The clothes, do you remember? I was just thinking about even the diaper bags. It looked like something that the baby would want to carry. But I didn't want to be seen in public carrying it. I remember saying to a friend, I'll get pregnant when Coach comes out with a baby bag. <laughs> I'll tell you, do you know what kind of baby bag I had? Well, it was a Coach diaper bag. Yes, it was. <laughs> This reminds me of someone I used to work with uh, when I first got out of college, and she said she was not getting a watch until she got a Rolex. So that's, okay, kind well, of, that's not exactly the same. Kind of reminds okay. me of that, but whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay. I don't want to know what time it is until I get a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth knowing, apparently, until you have a Rolex. I still don't have a Rolex, but that's okay. Me either. Uh, that's right. But anyway, yeah, so they really there really wasn't much and slowly over time as affluent parents have been willing to spend money you know this has become a more and more hot market and now it's hotter than ever well restoration hardware for a while has had some nice things pottery barn kids pottery barn baby these are places where you could get some nice things and, and for quite a while now. But right now with the pandemic, again, it's the same thing. Everyone is home all day. And mm-hmm. if you have something in your house you don't like, you really don't like it now because you're looking at it all day long, every day. Right, yeah. And uh, so I think that's why it's so hot, hot, hot now. But th- what this was saying is there's, there's a lot of new collaborations. And this was an interesting one, Crate and Kids. Uh, so I don't, 
think that's Crate, uh, I guess that's Crate and Barrel Kids. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. They're collaborating with Jane Goodall and Drew Barrymore for the Flower Kids line. So anyway, there's just anyway they they mentioned several lines here, but that's just one of the lines that that's out there that's new. So if you've got kids, now is a great time to be looking for furniture and things for your children's room. And also a good tip is check out the Pottery Barn teen or even kids catalogs or that section on mm-hmm. their website, or if you have a store that you can go to locally, because oftentimes you can get something that really still looks like the adult version, but they've dubbed it kids. And so it's less expensive. Oh, I found that to be true. Mm-hmm. This is definitely true for things like poops and, you know, it's little accessory items. But even if you were looking for a small desk, things like this, just because they call it a Pottery Barn Teen, it's, go- it's definitely a lower price point. Well, I here- don't think the quality is different, though. Here's the interesting thing. When we were looking for mattresses, I came very close to buying a mattress at Restoration Hardware because you could go test it out, whereas a lot of them you order online and there's no way to test it out and make sure that it's the firmness that you want until it's too late, you already have it. Uh, But in going there, we actually ended up going to the Restoration Hardware baby store, which was right next to the Restoration Hardware adult store. And she told me the mattresses there were a good bit cheaper. They were the same exact ones that they sold at Restoration Hardware right next door. But you said they were a lot cheaper. So that's, uh, to your point, you are correct. Uh, Wow. The kids. I wouldn't think that for the mattresses. Wow. Well, yeah, I guess people don't want to spend as much for mattresses if it's for their kids. So there you go. Right. Um, Okay. I have a question for you. Yes. And it's along the line of our crushes. Mm-hmm. What is that darling toaster that you like? Do you remember? Oh, Russell and Hobbs. That's it. Okay. I knew it was some sort of man's name or something like that. <laughs> because I went to make some, uh, not for me because I'm gluten free, but I uh, made some toast for some other family member this morning. And I realized the cord kind of is not only fried frayed but it's fried like it must have got heat, heated up while being plugged well that's in. exciting you can go get a new russell and hops one then i'm telling you i was like oh darn oh. the toaster needs replacing <laughs> then i was immediately thinking what is that one anita loves <laughs> well and i'll <laughs> tell you go to the crush list and find out yes and you know uh it, it, well it's past now but they had them at my home goods for one trip i went there they had a bunch of russell and hob toasters and i went ahead wow. and replaced one of my toasters because they had the four slot one and it was you know a home goods price it was fantastic Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to definitely check these out and then I'm going to need, is that the one that has the cage on the top and the whole yes, thing? Yes. Yes. Ah. Now, the home goods, I mean, the one near me, they sold out, you know, in that week, but you can still get them on Amazon. You can buy them from Russell and Hobbs and you can, you can just search online. Maybe someone's having a sale for the holidays. Ooh, and you maybe know, I'll get those know. bamboo tongs that are You need the, the bamboo list. tongs. You really do. So is okay. that your crush or do you have another crush? No, that was your crush, and I was just was needing. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, we're okay. always buying. Well, it's each not my crushes. crush for this episode, though. No, of course it's not. I didn't. No, I didn't want to usurp your crush. That was just a question. Oh, okay, got crush. It. My crush for right now for today is the Gardenista Instagram account. I love Gardenista. Uh, if anyone's not familiar with it, it's um, a. I think it came out of remodelista and it was sort of the their garden offshoot of that they do do an email newsletter which i get um but that comes an awful lot so i kind of don't get it every day they like to send it to you every day but what i do like to do is poke around on their instagram because it's very informative if i'm going to spend time looking at something or listening to something i always want to have something to take away from it with me mm-hmm. you know did I learn something right uh, and I find that with the gardenista because I am very interested in gardening it, it, they have a, they'll have a beautiful photo and but then they'll have the link somewhere where you can find out how to plant that particular shrub or they'll give you some information right there in the write-up so it's not only beautiful but I also think it's informative so the link to the gardenista Instagram account will be in the show notes You always find the most beautiful Instagram accounts. So I'm excited to check that one out. 
So my crush, I was thinking about this because, you know, Evie is now a teacher. And so I'm, now mm-hmm. I'm thinking about teachery kind of things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> well, because she was saying she needed a new stapler. And it reminded oh. me of my favorite stapler that I have at home. And it's actually a stapleless stapler. Have you ever used one of those? I okay. do declare I have never used a stapler. Okay, well, stapler. I have. Uh, so I'm going to include the link to the one that I currently have, but there's one that I just bought. Uh, and the reason there's two different ones, one, the one I have is small and it's only got a five sheet capacity. And the one I just bought is a 10 sheet capacity, but it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, the way it works is it kind of like punches a hole and then it kind of yeah. folds over that little part into the paper. So it's, it, uh, attaches them all together, but you don't have to worry about running out of staples. Uh, and you can remove it. You just kind of push it uh, out and it kind of has like a little origami shape to it then. Um, so it does leave a hole though. So if you don't want a hole in your paper later, it's, it's going to leave a little bit of a, you know, a mark there where it's, it's made the hole. But if you wanted, even like, let's say you had a set, a set of, uh, you know, some, Maybe you wanted to make a little booklet of like mm-hmm. eight sheets of paper or something. You could use this along the binder edge and then, you know, f- flip it open like like a booklet. But it you don't have to pull the staples out. You don't have staples that are going to snag on things. And, you know, I just like that it's saving. It's just getting rid of something that you no longer need, which is a staple. Wow, no staples in the landfills. Anita, they they add up even though they're tiny. Well, That's they great. are small, but yeah, I well, and it's just, you know what? They're fun to use. And I thought if I got this for her, then all the kids are going to be doing her stapling for her. Oh, they're definitely going to do their stapling. Yes. I know, that's what I was thinking. It's kind of a cool thing. That's a good one. I never even heard of a stapler stapler. Well, now, is that yeah. what they call them? A staple, a staple? Uh, well, I searched on Google to find them, or searched on Amazon calling it a staple, a stapler, and it did come up that way. So, yeah, you can hmm. search yourself if you want a different brand, but that's what they're called. I might get one because when, I, when we do the podcast, I am forever creating scrap paper out of everything because why buy pads of paper, right? So I have always have all these half sheets of paper, mm-hmm. and that's how I do my notes I, because I'm... I know you're doing them on your computer, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I might as well be like writing them on a cave wall. <laughs> like, but like, I do use yeah. a stapler well, to you, all these pieces of paper together. And now I'm going to get one of these. You like the hard copy of things. But I'll tell like you, it. you're very smart to do that, though, because that there is some memory associated with actually writing things longhand mm-hmm. versus typing them. It, it has something to do with your memory. Like if you write, a, you know, I've always read this, and it's true for me too. If you handwrite your list of what you need at the grocery store, even if you forget the list, you'll probably remember it because of the memory of your handwriting it. Yeah, that's the way I learned best. Even all through college and law school, I would take my notes that I would go home, and my studying was like rewriting my notes. Right. Oh, yes, I did the same thing in college. And so that that really made it stick with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's um, excellent. Okay, so along the lines of the episode topic today, we have this great question from mm-hmm. Camilla. Camilla, I have to say, like me, does not like grout. Mm-hmm. And she is moving into a new house where they're going to be redoing the bathrooms and the kitchen at some point. But this is a bathroom question. How can she best avoid grout in a bathroom? Hmm. I think I'm going to let you answer this one because I think you've done some research on this. Okay. Well, Camilla, we are kindred spirits in this. I don't like grout. It gets dirty. It's uh, yeah. It's just hard. To, you have to clean it. Uh, sometimes people pick white grout, which is really hard to deal with. And even if you do choose a darker color grout and lighter tile, maybe later on you might regret that because it's very graphic. So there's a lot of reasons why maybe you'd want to avoid grout. Um, so I have done this to some success in my bathroom. If I ever do any bathrooms again, I'm going to go even So what I did was in my bathroom, I did stone, slabs of stone. Mm-hmm. Now, depending on the stone that you choose, uh, it, that could be a little bit more expensive. But think about it. If you have a piece of stone, one slab of stone, or maybe you have to get two slabs, and then in the other column, you've got 
You had to pick out tile. You have to pay for the grout. The tile guy has to come and do all of that. It has to have you know the backing on it that's appropriate and all of that. So that can really all add up. It might not be more expensive or very comparable to just do a whole slab of stone. So that's a way that you can avoid it in the shower enclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, I clearly would avoid, you know, I think no one's really ever talking about doing this anymore. Tile on the counters, whether it be a mm-hmm. kitchen or a bathroom, that's just a really bad idea. Um, and as far as avoiding tile on the floor, well, you could completely go tileless on the floor. And there's a lot of new uh, engineered wood that is waterproof. Uh, you could look into that. You could also, if it's a bathroom that's not getting a lot of water use, you could just continue your wood flooring, if that's what you have, into the bathroom and and go that route. Um, you could do very large tiles, so there's a lot less grout. Mm-hmm. And that's where I would probably pull back. I but the other small. thing you can do is... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you're doing a grout line, you're putting those little spacers in there. There's a lot of different sizes of the spacer. So you can go with a very small spacer if you want. And like you said, in a Excellent large tile point. size. Oh, yeah. Right. Excellent point. You can definitely do that. And, you know, that's something to know about. And Anita just gave you all a great tip. If you are doing that, is to discuss, unless you're doing the tile yourself, to discuss this with your tile person. So that's a way to do it. Or just get bigger tiles where you've got less opportunity to have any sort of grout. Uh, But I think it is a good goal to avoid the grout line. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, again, it can really go south uh, if it gets dirty in a kitchen, in the backsplash. It it can really get icky looking quickly. So I agree. You really don't want to make it bigger than it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that helps, Camilla. Great Great tip, Anita, about the size of the grout lines. They don't all have to be whatever uh, is quote-unquote normal. Um, Squish them all together. Sometimes when you buy, um, what I did is I used the smaller hexed tiles, the marble hex tiles on the floor, which I really, really love the look, and it really does go with my older house. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I went that way. But they come on sheets. So the tile is already placed on that netting back. Right. And so they're spaced. There's no way you can make them any closer, uh, you know, other than if they took them all off the sheets and that would be just a lot of extra work. True. Um, But, you know, so keep that in mind when you're choosing the tile and then when you're discussing the installation. Yeah, I think that's a great, great tip. Great topic today. I really enjoyed this one. I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of good uh, tips and I bet there's going to be a lot of bathroom refreshes going on. So if you do a bathroom refresh, please send us the before and after. We would love to see it. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. 